Good afternoon. Uh, this is Harold Johnson speaking to you from Vernon, British Columbia. It's May the 13th, I believe. Oh, yes, it is. And it's um, about 3.42 p.m. Nice, warm, sunny day. We're going to most likely hit close to 30 degrees Celsius, 90-some degrees Fahrenheit. Today, it's kind of a you know, warm spell before it should be warm because it's only May 13th. Obviously going to cause some flooding, I wouldn't doubt. But it's spring, and I love spring. You know, I uh, I wish... <laughs> you know, it really makes me wonder. Now, this is just my um, take on it. In God's world, the day ends at, at uh, sundown and a new day starts. Now, when you think about it, that's a pretty reasonable way to have a day and night. You know, we don't do that. <clears throat> we have, a, I guess, a Gregorian calendar, it's called, or whatever it is. But anyway, we uh, we start the new year, you know, <laughs> in on January the first. In this country, that means in a snowbank in Saskatchewan at twelve o one a.m. in the middle of the night. That's when we start our year. Phew. God's year was supposed to start in the month of April, approximate, I think, no, it wasn't approximately, I think it was like the 12th of Abib, which I believe is April. Now, that certainly makes sense to me. <laughs> a new year starts when there's a new year. Everything wakes up. Things have been dead all winter. They wake up, they start life again. What, what better way to start that? But we don't do that. <clears throat> no, we know so much better. But anyway, that's only a couple of my pet peeves about things. The other, uh, the other one that's been rolling around in my mind for quite a while is, I wonder where all the Christians are in this country. Now I'm living in Vernon, BC. It's a small fifty thousand plus whatever uh, population little city in Vernon, British Columbia, and the Okanagan Valley. Pretty typical, I'd say. <clears throat> I'd say there's about 10 or 12 churches for sure. When the Friday newspaper comes out on the church page or whatever else, is a full, usually a full page, Everyone is saying church services on Sunday at 10, 30, 11, and this and that, except one. The only one I noticed there is the Seventh-day Adventists. They are on Saturday. Now, when I read the Ten Commandments, it says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Work six days a week, don't work on the seventh day, 
keep it holy and remember God's uh, time of creation. Now, uh, if they all decided it's uh, on Sunday, I don't know, who are they following? They're not following, uh, they're not following God then at all. Jesus said he's the Lord of the Sabbath. And he said man was, uh, the Sabbath was made for man. Man was not made for the Sabbath. In fact, the reason is the Sabbath is supposed to be a benefit to man. Now, one church caused all this to happen pretty well. And all these, what they call, I call them sister churches. I belonged, I went to the Lutheran church for close to 60 years till I finally quit. And I could uh, put in a, in a thimble what I got out of that in 60 years. I never got any real, you know, feeling of, uh, Instruction in, in the, in the things that really count. <clears throat> no, the, uh, and they, the Lutheran Church basically is a sister church of the Catholic Church, just doesn't have a pope. <clears throat> anyway, I've been following, uh, a different group, they're actually out of Charleston, North Carolina, Charleston, North Carolina. They're a pretty reasonable group. They, uh, they don't have churches, they're all on the internet and they, they have preachers in all kinds of areas and whatever, but they rent their buildings, they don't, Big bill, right? Big, you know, big UNS buildings. But anyway, uh, they're, the one I'm following, I guess, right now is, and have been for quite a while, was uh, started by Herbert W. Armstrong in Pasadena, California, way back. But anyway, uh, I like their uh, presentations. And, they're on the internet pretty, pretty strong. They have a big website. You can uh, listen to it. I usually turn it on on Saturdays or Sabbath day and kind of leave it on there. And they preach about everything under the sun. And things that I, 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 to me, it just seems natural what they're saying. And I could go along with it. One of the problems that I see coming up more and more that I never noticed in this 89 years. And, and I went to church pretty well, I mean, since I was seven, eight years old, seven years old, I believe. And I went to church early. I, in fact, I was the only one that went to church in our family. They made sure that I went to church. But the things that uh, build up and, you know, and I never, I never heard of such a thing as the rapture during my lifetime until, I don't know, maybe the 1980s or something like that. Now, <clears throat> I don't think something like that can pop up 
thought of was something like uh, if you nitpick the Bible and try to pick out something that says, oh, there's going to be a rapture, there's going to be this, and you put in words and dream up words and stuff, twist what uh, Jesus has said. And to me, I notice one after another churches are preaching this and heavy. And like, if you don't believe this, you are going to be, you know, really left behind. I don't think it works that way at all. And the reason they're, they're popular is because they're preaching an easy way out of this world. And uh, the Bible says it's going to be a tough way. It's going to be very bad. And, and uh, Jacob's trouble is going to be horrendous. One quarter of the population of the world is going to be destroyed. At least one quarter. And uh, a lot of, there's going to be a lot of suffering and whatever. And the, uh, I don't see where it says there's a, we just take you out of here. You know, they say that it doesn't mention the church during the last part or whatever. Well, I don't think you can go by that. And I think it's a bad thing to do that because you're believing something that mostly is not true. If it was true, Jesus Christ would have been talking about that a lot more. He would That would be a big cornerstone of his whole deal. I've come here to take you out before there's any problem and blah, blah, blah. Never said that. Never said that. What he said is, if you take the mark of the beast, of the Antichrist, of the this uh, world government that is going to develop, he said, God will send you to hell. You will be destroyed. If you don't take the mark of the beast, which you are not supposed to, there's a good chance you won't starve to death. Because you won't be able to buy anything. That's to the one generation that's going to hit this dead on. Head on. That's going to be the big choice. And I don't think that you're going to see any kind of so-called rapture of all kinds of people. You know, it's just like I believe in the rapture. That's and we'll just all leave and we won't have anything to do with this end of the world. Flame, fire, wars and destruction, and famine and floods and earthquakes and... No. The thing is, it's boiled down to that last generation. And... You know, at my age, I I maybe will miss the uh, miss the end of the, the tribulation, I guess you'd call it, yeah, because uh, it may come. I'm you know going to be ninety, so it's a good chance that I'll miss that. But if I don't, well, I I don't think I'm going to take any mark from anybody. And it, 
I guess, and I'll have to just... But I know for a fact, I, well, I don't know for a fact, but I do believe that there is going to be very few who won't take that mark. And that that is in this generation, in it's right honed down to this generation. It's not the it's not the hundred billion people who have lived on this planet. They're got the hard, hard choice. And it's a hard choice. It's gonna be a very hard choice. I mean it's just like, you know, do you wanna be shot or do you wanna be drowned? There's your choices. <laughs> so it's, it's going to be tough. Now, God does say in places he has, he hints to the idea that he has a place to take people during the, the three and a half year period that is, is a, the worst part of the tri tribulation. That could be, could easily be. The uh, huh? Yeah, it's a, that's a big one. That's a hard one to figure out. It's a, it's a serious one, and uh, there's only there's only one way you can do this, or I can do this, or you can do this. You can believe what preachers want to come up with. You can believe media. You can believe politicians. None of that's any good. And you know that. But, you, but you know, what happens is they become so powerful that they overcome people's resistance and they finally give in. Because they can't. They can't go against it. It's just a steady grind. And that, you know, False uh, deal, false beliefs just pile on one after another, and that is when Satan is in control of this world. He is in control of this world now. There's nobody else. He's the he's the god of this world. Whether people want to believe that or not, or like it or not, doesn't matter. He is controlled by God to a certain extent that he can't really force you to do anything. But his influence is so great, he can influence you to do it. Just a steady drip on you to do it and make it look, make it, make, <laughs> make uh, sin look exciting, fun, good, whatever. And he does that because, you know, God will punish that. God says, you break my law, the penalty is death. That's why Jesus Christ was crucified, to pay for that in advance. That was done before there was even a world that was decided. So, you can't say that God isn't planning ahead for you and me. That's for sure. <laughs> and, uh, so in my, my understanding and in my view, the, uh, only one that I can trust is what God has said in the Bible through the Bible and his prophets and whatever. And every word that Jesus said for three and a half years when he was, when he was preaching on this planet.
and I, sh I should get a red letter Bible so I can refresh myself on it easy, so could you. Every word he said is in, in red letters. And you know that you can, you can trust him no matter what anyone says or even what you think. You know that you can trust what Jesus Christ says and what God says. Everything else is, it's just huh, not true. Anyway, thanks for listening in a little bit today. I thank you very much. If you'd like to uh, subscribe, that would be great. And uh, so we'll see you. Uh, goodbye and God bless. Thank you very much.